Hello, folks, and welcome to episode 55 of Ronnie's Reflections. I would like to welcome you into the show this week with just a brief clip of a song that I've really been enjoying this week. The song title is Dirty White Vans, and it's by Kenny Hoopla. Enjoy. Welcome into Ronnie's Reflections, episode number 55, my football number from high school. That's right, I'm excited to join you guys this week to talk about all the crazy stuff that I got into during Thanksgiving last week. As of the time of the recording, it is 1 p.m. in the afternoon Sunday, November 27th, 2022, and uh, it's a cold, overcast day here in Kansas. Great day to be inside, to do a little cleaning, which I did a bunch of this morning, and I feel so much better about it. I just had a morning. Um, I just had a moment today where I was looking around my house, and I was just like, "This is disgusting. It's despicable. It is." No bueno. Um, the question of the week, which I'm kind of skipping ahead, but just kind of like give you a little preview, I guess. What's one moment in time you'll never forget? This is a random moment in time that I'll never forget that I just want to mention here because it is very, very applicable. Kelly, my best friend, she brought over her her friend, her best friend, Brandy. Uh, they just popped in, which uh, she Kelly knows that I don't like to pop in. Like I like to give a little heads up, but they just popped over. And uh, after being in my home for a little while, it was fine. I, I dealt with it. I gave them coffee. It was it was just fine. Uh, after being in my home for a little while, Brandy, she said, wow, he keeps, uh, maybe she didn't say it out loud, but she told it to Kelly and Kelly told me afterwards. She said, he keeps a really clean house for a bachelor. And <laughs> that's really stuck with me. I don't, I don't know why, but just uh, having my home in a way that was very presentable for people to just pop in, that made me feel good. And I do try to keep a clean home, but you guys know how it is. You do traveling. Uh, we had vacation last week, so uh, there's just a lot of stuff on a lot of surfaces, and I like to keep my surfaces cleaned off. Of course, that's always a, an issue with a six-year-old running around because they put stuff places and don't always do the best job of cleaning up after themselves. However, I digress. We need to get into listener feedback from last week. First and foremost, uh, the question of the week last week was, how well would you get along with your clone? We had several great responses, first of which comes from Emil. He said, that's a good question. I know for a fact that I'd get impatient with my clone, but then again, I'd be able to get things done in double the time. It would be one of those love-hate relationships. Kelly said, I do not believe it would be a good idea to clone me. We don't need two of Kelly's losing everything. I can't imagine that being anything but a hot mess. LOL. It could be fun. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Richard said, ooh, is my face getting red? It probably is a little bit. Richard said, we wouldn't get along at all. Seeing a clone of myself would freak me out too much. I would have to take him out ASAP. Going back to his comment from last week where he wanted to have the greatest bow skills of all time, you might want to brush up on those bow skills because you never know whenever Richard's going to get cloned and you'll have to take him out. Journal of the Scots said, would my clone invite me to hang out? 
because that would need to happen. I'd hang out, have a great time, and then neither would go out of their way to invite back. Story would end there. <laughs> Just as quick as it began, there it ends. Uh, yeah, interesting to think about what it would be like to have a clone of ourselves running around. And of course, we have a new question of the week this week. I already said it. What is one moment in time you will never forget? Um, so Kelly was wanting to come over and just pick the question at random and for me to not have any time to think about it. So I tried to kind of mimic that um, because I was like, if you come over, it's going to be really boring for you to sit around while I record the podcast. So I'll try and mimic that with, uh, I didn't think about this. I was just going to like start popping off things, kind of like the cleaning thing. Like I didn't plan to talk about the cleaning thing, the comment that Brandy had. Uh, so I'll just... I'll just start popping off things that pop into my head that like I will never forget. I will never forget whenever I was, I believe I was four years old, and a cougar jumped on me at a campground. Just jumped on me, started playing with me. This guy had it as a pet cougar. Uh, I don't really remember details. I just remember that happening. I remember my parents freaking out. I remember us driving off, and that's really all that I remember from that event. I remember apparently I was only two years old. I thought I was like maybe like four when this happened, but my we were talking about it over Thanksgiving break. I remember around the age of two to three falling and knocking out my two front teeth on the sidewalk. And apparently my mom said that we waited all weekend to uh, get those things repaired uh, on Monday. And I remember it happening. I remember going to the dentist. I remember getting gas and like the room spinning and it was crazy. And I don't, I don't remember like a bunch of pain or it being traumatic, but I do remember the event. I remember learning to ride a bicycle. I remember my little yellow bicycle. We were somewhere like camping or down by a river, down by van, down by the river. We we're down by the river. And I remember uh, my dad was, was helping me and he was giving me a push. And I remember pedaling that little yellow bicycle and, and successfully uh, uh, doing that. Um, I remember getting my regular Nintendo for Christmas. I remember getting my Super Nintendo for Christmas. I remember the first time playing Donkey Kong Country on that Super Nintendo. Um, I remember, I will never ever forget getting my Nintendo 64 for Christmas. That is like my gold standard uh, moment in Christmas time. Nintendo 64 was extremely hard to get. Uh, they were very limited. My parents were kind of telling me, hey, you know, we might not be able to get this thing. So, like, you'll get it eventually, but you might not have it on Christmas. I woke up on Christmas morning, and I was surveying the presents, and I noticed that there was not any presents underneath the tree that looked like a Nintendo 64 box. So, I was pretty upset. Um, I was definitely a, a spoiled child, so I was, I was in my feels, as the ladies like to say. Uh, but I opened up, I want to say it was the very first stocking stuffer that I opened up. It was a, a wrapped, very thin something that was about maybe six inches by two inches in length. And I opened it up and it was a note. And it said something to the effect of, uh, you know, Santa couldn't get you the Nintendo 64 or whatever uh, to get it under the tree. But you can go look under your parents' bed at the one that we got you instead. And I was like, what? You serious? And then I dropped the note and I scrambled and ran and jumped on top of my parents' bed and looked under one side and it wasn't there. And then I jumped on the other side and I looked under the bed and there it was. It was a wrapped Nintendo 64. And I will never, ever forget that. I remember getting a PlayStation 1 for Christmas. No, I, first I unwrapped this giant CD stereo system. And I was like, this is an awesome present. Like, this is all I'm going to get. And then. Later on, I opened up a PlayStation 1. I totally was not expecting to get both of those things, but I did. That was that was an epic Christmas as well. Um, I remember getting a dirt bike for my 12th birthday. 
Uh, that was around the time that my parents broke the news to me that I would no longer be an only child. So they kind of went out, uh, let me go out with a bang and got me this awesome Honda 100XR dirt bike that I drove around everywhere. Uh, I remember my first car, like red Z28 1986 Camaro T-tops. Uh, the roof leaked. It smelled like mildew in there. That thing was super fast. I'll never forget getting pulled over at one in the morning after going bowling with my buddies. And I took my buddy home and I backed out of the driveway and there was a car that came around the corner. So I was like, oop, I better get on the gas. So I got on the gas and then I went around a corner and then down a hill. And so I really picked up some speed and it was a cop that I backed out in front of and then sped up. And uh, my speed got up to 81 miles an hour in a 35 mile an hour. So uh, he pulled me over and he was like, look, um, if I give you a ticket, you're never going to afford insurance again. You might not ever drive again. So, uh, I'm going to call your parents and you need to get your butt home. So that was, thank you, Mr. Police officer. I don't know who you are or where you are, but, uh, really, uh, caught a break there with that one. Cause that could have been really, really bad. Um, what else, what else that I remember that I want to share with all of you people. <laughs> there are some stories better left uh, not told. I remember turning 21 and we went to Applebee's for my 21st birthday and I ordered several drinks and I was very drunk by the time I left Applebee's and I don't remember really much else of the night, but that was a pretty good birthday. They've kind of all been uh, downhill since then, I guess. Um, career wise, what do I remember career wise? I remember, I remember, I don't remember my first day of school as a teacher. I remember writing like what we were going to do on the board and I remember preparing, but I don't remember what the first day of school was like. I remember one of my students telling me that he wanted to effing kill me uh, in the middle of a meeting in front of his sort of mother. She like, this was a foster kid. And uh, he yelled that at me in front of her and in front of the principal. And at that point, I was kind of scared to go back to work because I thought he wanted to shoot me. That was pretty cool. Um, I remember as a principal getting just like so frustrated. Uh, I had this kid that like would throw chairs and scream obscenities. And oh, by the way, he was only a first grader. And uh, I was pretty much babysitting that kid every single day. Um, and we had a cool down room and it was basically like just a concrete room with no windows or anything like that. And, uh, we, that boy wound up in that room and, uh, like I, I wouldn't let him out because he was wanting to scratch and kick and claw and spit on people. And I was, I was just blocking the doorway and he was spitting at me and kicking me. Um, and then I wound up having to restrain him because he was like getting to the point of really hurting me. And, uh, I remember like almost to the point where I was going to go like too far and do something that I shouldn't do. And like hit him, I guess is what I was going to do. Cause like, I don't remember if I raised my hand up or I was just like, I was just, I was just pissed off at the situation. Cause this was like basically two years of the same thing with this kid and not getting any help. Uh, so I will never, ever forget that, and I will never, ever be a principal because of um, situations like that ever again. Never. <laughs> Don't recommend it. Zero out of ten experience. Uh, I remember when the Chiefs, let's talk about something a little more positive. I remember when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. I was just absolutely in disbelief, and if you guys have seen me react to any of the other Chiefs games, 
Like I yell, I scream, I get really excited. Whenever the Chiefs won the Super Bowl and it was done, I was just in disbelief. I was sitting on my couch here in this house with my hands on my head, very much like this, and I didn't say a word. I was just looking at the screen thinking I was dreaming and and that like they were going to throw a penalty flag or, or something was going to happen because that Super Bowl game we were playing from behind the whole way and it just didn't it just didn't seem like it was going to be our day. And uh, it really it really didn't settle in until we were on the uh, awards stand that they constructed and they were hoisting the trophies and it was like, oh, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. This is freaking sick. Heck yeah, man. Like now we can we can celebrate. We can relax a little bit. <laughs> uh, I will never forget that. Uh, I'll never forget going to the only NFL game I've ever gone to in person. I went to watch the Chiefs play I want to say it was the Jaguars yeah it was the Jaguars and uh it was like probably like 10 years ago at this point is whenever I was living in Kansas City so it's even further back than 10 years because I've been in Kansas for 13 years now uh went to a game it's like I live in Kansas City I should probably go to a game at some point they weren't all that good back then they were okay um went up with seats four rows from the very top of the stadium and there were just drunk idiots everywhere. And there were Jacksonville fans around us, and they were heckling the Chiefs fans, and the Chiefs fans were heckling them. And then uh, in the fourth quarter, it started to rain. We wound up losing the game. We got stuck in the parking lot for like two hours afterwards just because of the sheer volume of traffic and how hard it is to get out of that place after, you know, when like 50, 60, 70,000 people want to exit the place all at the same time. Not the best time. I enjoy uh, watching my games from the comfort of my own home. Yes, I think that's probably enough. So you guys can share with me. You can share one or you can share many. What's a moment in time that you will never, ever forget? It is now time to discuss the things that I watched this week, which was not very much considering I was traveling. So I've only got two things to discuss. The first of which is a movie that I started before I left for Thanksgiving vacation and finished whenever I got back. And that movie's title is Bodies, Bodies bodies. Three bodies. And I'm going to give three bodies a three out of five rating. I thought that it was a good film. The premise of this film is that uh, like many other sort of scary, spooky films, there's a group of friends that get together at a house and the parents are out for the weekend and they're partying and they're having a good time. But then stuff starts going sideways Pete Davidson is in this movie, which is which was kind of weird. It was odd. Everybody else was somebody that I'd never recognized before. Um, but it really, it like, I think the 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 twist at the end really upped the score that I was going to give this movie because I just wasn't expecting it, and I like that about movies that I, if I can watch a movie and I feel like it's an original story and uh, it really keeps me guessing, then I'm, I'm going to like that. So I don't know where you can watch this film. I downloaded it from the internet and watched it on my Plex server. So if you get a chance to watch it and you're in the mood for something that's a little bit spooky, um, not family-friendly, like I wouldn't watch this with any small children or anything like that, um, it's it's good flick. I enjoyed it. Three out of five. The other thing that I started watching this week, um, I mentioned last week that I finished watching Seinfeld in its entirety for the 10th time. And so, of course, I needed to start watching The Office again because I've watched it nine times, and I can't have one that I've finished 10 and the other one that I've only finished nine. But I was really interested in uh, the extended versions of the episodes, and I heard that they put those on Peacock. 
So I was looking into subscribing to Peacock, um, but it didn't. I downloaded those as well. <laughs> I'm a bad boy. Don't alert the government, please. Uh, I own them on DVD if that's any any consolation. I just don't like switching out the disc. You know how it is. But also I wanted to watch the extended uh, editions of the episodes. So if you don't know what this is, it's all of the deleted scenes that they pack just into the episode. So you don't have to watch the show and then watch the deleted scenes kind of out of context. Everything is in there as it was originally intended. It's almost like a director's cut for every episode. I don't know if every episode is going to be this long, but the pilot episode... 38 minutes, and I'm glad that they trimmed a lot of that down because a lot of it was just, it was, it was rough. It was, it was kind of rough. It was still funny and like being a super fan of The Office. It's fun to see what all of that looked like as it was all together and like maybe meant to be like from the director's perspective. Uh, but yeah, if you have a chance to watch The Office, the extended versions, it's $4.99 a month for a subscription to Peacock. Uh, or you can download it from the internet probably somewhere, but I wouldn't recommend that because that's illegal and you shouldn't do those kinds of things. Uh, up next, let's talk about the games I played. It's the same games from last week, I do believe. Yep, exact same games. Continue playing more Mario vs. Rabbids, and I think I'm pausing on Mario vs. Rabbids. I've come to the conclusion that the second Mario vs. Rabbids is not as good as the first. Uh, it's still good. It's still a very fun game. But it's not as good as the first, and the story, there's really no cohesive story that makes it interesting enough for me to want to get back into it and keep going, because it's really the same thing over and over and over again, and that same thing is really, really fun. It's essentially chess, but with Mario characters that can shoot guns. That's that's basically what it is. Super fun. Uh, but it does get very repetitive, so I'm kind of glad now. I, I thought that it was a bad thing that Scarlet and Violet came out uh, a week after I picked up Rabbids, but I'm glad now because I need I need kind of a, a change of pace and to get away from Rabbids for a little bit and then to come back to it later, which is what I did with the first one as well. Scarlet and Violet, uh, I feel like I hit my stride a little bit more this week with it. I got to an area where I was I was stuck, and it's an open world. You can literally go anywhere and do anything in any order. So you could go and take on the hardest gym right from the get-go. I didn't realize that as you go further north on the map, uh, it gets more difficult, which is kind of nice that like geographically you can look at the map and you're, and if you're like, this area is really hard, I need to maybe fight some easier people and level my character up, you can just move south on the map and then work your way back north. Um, but I really like it. I really like it. It's people are just very harsh on it because of the look and feel of it. I grew up in the Nintendo 64 era where there was just tons of jank in the 3d world. And in a way I almost have nostalgia for this game because it reminds me of playing a Nintendo 64 game, but there's no camera control issues. Everything's very fluid and there's, there's definitely some pop in and some slowdown and it chugs a little bit in some of those open areas. Uh, but I just, I really, really like it. I think, I think I like it. Do I like it more than Arceus? I really feel like I do because there is actually like a super cohesive story within it. And uh, battling is really fun. Leveling up your character and unlocking different abilities is really cool. Whereas in Arceus, it felt like, and maybe I'm just misremembering, it felt like in Arceus, it was just like all of a sudden now you can climb, you can fly, you can swim, you can do all of these things all at once. So go forth and, and have fun. 
Whereas in this one, you have to beat these Titan Pokemon, and then you can get the, the different skills for your Pokemon that you ride around to make uh, map traversal easier. So right now, I've only beaten one of the Titan Pokemon, and I have the ability to drive a little bit faster on him. But as I beat the other four Titan Pokemon that are remaining, I'll unlock the ability to be able to uh, cross water, to go up cliffs, to fly, all of the cool stuff that you would want to do and make map traversal very easy. There's fast travel, so the, the world is absolutely humongous. I got into a, a good groove yesterday where I was just in the world and I really wasn't concerned about points on a map. I was just enjoying it and just exploring and wherever that took me, that's that's where I went. And that was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed that. So I will absolutely continue playing Scarlet and Violet. And I think that's going to be my game that I play and uh, until I complete it. And then at that point, we'll maybe look at going back to Rabbids then. But those are all the games I played this week. It is time for other stuff and things. We've got three topics to talk about. The first of which, Thanksgiving. I want to talk about my Thanksgiving, what all we did. Uh, so Tuesday, Tuesday I got Mr. Beckett at noon and we headed towards Rolla, Missouri uh, to spend some time with my parents. We were planning on doing uh, three nights, so we stayed Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, and then I left Friday morning. Uh, we did our Thanksgiving on Thursday. On our drive down there, we stopped at the candy shop. That was super fun. Uh, Beckett frustrated me a little bit, I will admit, because they make all of this candy right there within the candy shop, and they've got stuff that you just can't get anywhere else. And we were in the candy shop and he was picking out different flavors of taffy. And then he was like, well, I want a Kinder Egg. And I was like, dude, you can buy a Kinder Egg literally anywhere. And the prices on Kinder Eggs at this place, they're like $2.99. They're like $1.78 at the local Walmart. They had the, they had the candy shop tax on them. We'll, we'll, we'll put that, put it that way. So I told him no on that. And he kind of started to throw a little fit. And I was like, okay, well, we don't have to get any candy at all if you're going to act like that young man. <laughs> so he uh, he turned it around. He got the candy that he wanted. We only spent $2. I couldn't talk myself into getting fudge. They didn't have the prices posted, but you could get a pound of fudge for something and you could get four different flavors. The cookies and cream fudge looked delightful. Uh, they had a, a turtle fudge that looked amazing. They had a, a pretzel fudge that looked pretty daggum good and a peanut butter fudge. I wanted to get all four of them, but I didn't know what they cost. Uh, this place has billboards on the interstate every couple of miles as you're getting closer to it. And one of the billboards says, free samples. So I was looking at the fudge and this lady was like, would you like a free sample? I was like, heck yeah, I'd like free sample. I was thinking I'd get, you know, like a good bite-sized chunk of fudge. And she gives me... A sample of fudge that I, shiitake you not, was the size of a Tic Tac. How am I supposed to understand and get hyped up for this fudge if you're giving me a sample the size of a bloody Tic Tac? <laughs> I was I was kind of butthurt about that one. Uh, Beckett had his moment, so I had mine as well. Uh, but anyway, we got back in the car, we drove along, Beckett was all set up with all kinds of snacks, so other than stopping for gas and treats at the candy shop store, because it's also a gas station, uh, it was basically non-stop, four-hour drive. Got to the parents' house, um, they set him up 
in the table, like in the new, well, let me back up. I pull in to my parents' compound, I'm calling it, because the house that I grew up in is really no longer there. It has morphed into this this amazing, beautiful place that my parents now live because they added on to it. Uh, they added uh, a family room, two bedrooms, two bathrooms, a washroom, and a brand new two-car garage. All of the stuff's brand new. I pull in and I notice there's more construction coming up on this place. And uh, dad is putting himself in a shop, which I'm really excited for him because the winter time is definitely not his favorite time. He is an outside kind of dude. He loves being outside. He loves piddling around in the dirt. And you can't really do that a whole lot in the winter time. So him and mom have kind of gotten into uh, selling stuff. At least, at least they've gotten into the idea of selling stuff. I spent a good amount of time helping mom set up her own Etsy store. Uh, I designed a business logo for her. We got uh, business cards coming for her. And she is making jewelry. And she's going to sell her jewelry on Etsy. Dad, with his new building, it's going to be an outdoor shop that will have a pellet stove and uh, air conditioner in it. So he can be in there year-round cranking out amazing wood creations. I was talking last week about his uh, cat condo that he made, and he said he's going to make me one. He said he's going to make me one, so that'll be awesome. Um, But yeah, I'm really excited for him. I'm really excited for them. I think it's going to be a fun adventure. The jewelry that mom has made, very impressive. I was really impressed with the stuff that I saw, so I'm hoping that she gets a sale uh, pretty soon. We added one of uh, her bracelets. We added a listing on Etsy for it. But she needs to go to the bank and get a like separate checking account set up so she can get that the rest of the way set up. But uh, really cool. I'm excited about that for them. Um, let me see here. That evening we had pizza for dinner and that was delicious pizza. And lo and behold, it was frozen pizza. It was Sam's Choice pizza that you can get at Walmart. And it was the four meat pizza. Really, really delicious pizza. I was, I was hungry. I was definitely ready for some footage. Uh, I put away four pieces of that pizza. I regret nothing, and I will be buying some of those pizzas to eat at my own home. It was delicious. I think it was like sausage, pepperoni, ham. No, it wasn't ham. Was it bacon? I don't remember. It was four meats, and it was very tasty. It was not thin crust. It was not thick crust. It was just right crust. Uh, slept really good because they put in two twin beds. Uh, previously, whenever Beckett and I were staying at my parents' house, they had us sleeping in a queen bed together, which normally would be fine. But for whatever reason, I guess it was like the, uh, the fact that we were both sleeping away from home. Uh, he was sleeping really wild and I didn't have the best night's sleep last night that I was there. So they went and bought two twin beds and that was great. I had my own little bed. He was in the same room. We slept very, very soundly, very, very comfortably. Woke up the next day and it was Wednesday. Uh, I got to go outside and help dad feed the cats. I mean, I I say help and I just watched. And uh, like over time at my parents' farm, they've had, I think, upwards of over 40 cats. And sometimes there's more, sometimes there's less. Right now, I think they've got less than 10 and most of them, if not all of them, are fixed. And they're really cool cats. He's got a couple of uh, kittens that are, I don't know, maybe a month or two old, probably two months old at this point. And their names are Skittles and Kit Kat. And those cats, like nonstop, just play with each other. Play, 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 chasing, being ornery. They're not too awful crazy about me and petted, but they were fun to watch. And uh, back whenever I was in a band, 
in high school. Uh, my drummer, he had a cat and they were wanting to, I think, get rid of it or they, I don't know how it happened, but I took his cat and it came out to the farm to live with me. And that cat's name was named Nelson after my drummer's uh, last name. And that cat was just the best cat. Siamese cat, beautiful blue eyes, lovely, lovely animal. I don't remember whatever happened to that cat, but he was able to procreate. And that cat's line is still living on that farm because there's a couple of white Siamese cats walking around. And my parents informed me that, yes, those are descendants of our beloved Nelson cat. (laughs) They're not nearly as friendly as what Nelson was. Uh, but they are really, really pretty cats. So yeah, we saw cats um, Wednesday. Really didn't do much. Sat around, played uh, Nintendo Switch, Pokemon, visited. We played some games that night, I think. We played some games. Scrabble, yeah, we played games. We played Scrabble. Mom came back from behind and won. She beat me. And for dinner, we had kind of a late lunch, so we really didn't have dinner per se. But we were going to have steak. So instead of having steak that night, we just moved it to the next day. And we had a very untraditional Thanksgiving meal consisting of lasagna and steak. And it was delicious. It was very good. Of course, I missed out on the sides. I feel like the sides are where it's at on Thanksgiving and Christmas meals. My mom's cheesy potatoes, my mom's sweet potatoes, my mom's cranberry salad. Uh, all of that stuff that we normally just like gorge upon. And the turkey and the ham is nice, but it's always an afterthought. It's like a sideshow to the sides, which is kind of interesting. So we didn't have that, but we did have delicious steak and we did have really, really good lasagna. It was really, really good lasagna. Uh, and then we had pie. Oh yes, we had pie. We had pecan pie. We had pumpkin pie with Cool Whip. I had some after dinner and then I had some more for, well, I guess we had Thanksgiving lunch because we ate at one And then uh, for dinner, I had two more pieces of pie. That was my dinner that evening. It's delicious. It was lovely. Uh, That was really it. Uh, We went to bed, and I needed to get Beckett back to his mom around lunchtime on Friday so that she could have a Thanksgiving with him. So we loaded up, got in the car, and departed Rolla at about 8 in the morning and headed back nonstop. Made it all the way back. So it was a really good Thanksgiving. Thankful, grateful, hashtag blessed. Second thing I want to talk about is my neck hurts. And my neck has been hurting for, I don't know, since like, I would say June-ish. So July, August, September, October, November. Five months now, my neck has been hurting. And I think that I pulled a muscle in it or strained it whenever I was helping Kelly paint her house. Like I was holding my arm up and I noticed, I don't know if it was that day or that evening that my neck started to hurt and it's really not stopped hurting and it's like up close to the base of my head it hurts right there and then it's kind of like in my shoulder as well it just kind of sucks (laughs) and I don't like going to the doctor and I for sure don't like going to the chiropractor but I'm almost to the point now where every day it's just it's just pain and it's not sharp pain it's just that dull achy pain God, I love getting older and just having random body parts hurting. It's fantastic. But we want to end the the show on a good note, so I just wanted to document that my neck hurts and complain about it with you people. But we want to end the show on a good note. Uh, I did have this second on the list, but I didn't want to end the show talking about how my neck hurts. That's no fun. As I was driving back from Thanksgiving vacation, a random thought entered my brain. 
And that thought was, Ronnie, you're eating a lot more food now. Um, so you, you've got a lot more calories that you need to burn. How are you going to do, like, how are you going to combat that? Because you love the food and you don't want to give up the food that you're eating now. Um, maybe you need to do a little bit less snacking in the, in the late evening time, but what kind of exercise can you do, uh, that you enjoy and that will be good for you? And I thought, you know what? Maybe it's time that I go back up to the local golf course and get a membership again. And I did just that. Um, Got home on Friday and unpacked, ate some lunch. And at about 2 in the afternoon, it was 50 degrees outside. I went up to the golf course, saw my buddy Aaron that runs the restaurant and the golf course up there. And he was like, man, I haven't seen you in a while. I was like, yep. I was driving back, and I think I want to get a membership to the golf course. I think if I have a membership, I am more inclined to use it more frequently uh, because if I have to pay each and every time that I go, I'm not going to, I'm not going to want to do that as much. I know that for a fact, and and also if I have the membership, I'm going to feel like I need to get my money's worth, so I need to play two or three times a week probably. Um, so what I was expecting to happen as far as the price on the membership, it's about $600 for an individual to have a membership where you get unlimited golf throughout the whole year. Usually they do the memberships from April to April. Excuse me. So I was expecting that they were going to prorate it and I was going to pay maybe 100 or $200 to play from December to April. But he said, you know what, uh, why don't we give you December to April free And if you pay the individual membership rate, uh, you'll be good until April of 2024. So I thought that's, that's a huge, that's huge. That's a huge win. Um, so I said, yes, please sign me up. Uh, went out there, played golf. I, uh, the first, the first two iron shots that I had on number one, I, I just, I can't, I can't explain how good it feels to flush a golf ball with an iron. Uh, and I flushed the ball twice. Once was with a seven iron. Once was with a nine iron. Uh, my drive on the first hole, it went to the right. So I had my little fade uh, going in there. And so I was I was playing on number four on number one. So I was on the number four fairway hitting to number one. So instead of breaking out a club to try and get as far down the the fairway as I possibly could, I pulled out a club that I felt confident that I could hit and get back into position and have a nice good shot at the green to go for birdie because this is a par five. So my second shot, I hit that seven iron, hit it just as flush as I possibly could. It was beautiful. It sailed up and over these trees and landed smack dab middle in the fairway. So I had about a 130 yard shot from there, which I love that yardage with my nine iron. I took aim. I lined up the shot, I swung the club, and once again, two times in a row, I flushed that iron shot. It's a beautiful ball flight. It goes up into the air and hangs there for just a second, and then it comes down right on the green about eight feet from the cut. And I've got that shot, that putt, for uh, birdie. Missed the birdie putt, but I made the par, and that felt that felt really, really good. Um it didn't get worse from there. Usually if I go out and I start like really hot and especially if I play more golf, I find that I start thinking about my swing more 
and I'm just not as loose and I wind up tweaking things and messing things up. Uh, I wound up six over par, which is fine. I, I didn't have any score that was worse, worse than bogey. Uh, so six over par 42. That's right in the realm of what I typically, uh, will shoot at that, at that course. There were quite a few people up there that day. Um, like little groups of old men on their carts, but I like walking. So I've got this push cart it's kind of a janky push cart, but it, it works. It's, it's got a lot of miles on it. I probably need to upgrade my push cart at some point. That might be something I'll look at doing here next month or so. Um, I went and played golf yesterday as well. And uh, I think the Apple Watch is also another really good motivator for me to get out there and do that because it's just got me aware and thinking of, well, how many calories am I burning versus how many calories am I consuming by eating all of this Ruffles and French onion dip? That stuff is evil. It's so delicious. Uh, but yeah, each, each round is about two and a half miles of walking and there is some hills and my heart rate was averaging about 105 yesterday and I burned in total 450 calories, which is, which is awesome. That's a great amount of exercise. I think it's really good for me to be outdoors as well and get that vitamin D. I'm definitely hitting the sunscreen hard and, uh, wearing layers, uh, because it's cold because it's cold. But yeah, I'm looking forward to hopefully getting better at golf. I think that that's, I don't want to just go out there and play. I would like to get better, but I don't want to get too serious about it where it turns me off of golf, which is kind of what happened last time. Um, but I think with with the idea that I'm going out there and I'm doing it for multiple purposes, fresh air, sunshine, workout, and competition, I think maybe with those four things I can I can get a good thing going. Uh, so yeah, speaking of good things going, that's, that's going to be the end of the show. So if you guys want to answer the question of the week, once again, what is one moment in time you will never forget that is going to wrap up episode number 55, not looking forward to going back to work tomorrow. Uh, that's always the hardest part about being off work for a few days is, is having to go back. Uh, but we'll get back in the grind. And before you know it, less than a month, we've got Christmas. So I hope that you all had a fantastic Thanksgiving break. Hope that you all have a wonderful week ahead of you, and uh, I will catch you guys in the next video. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.